Hello, this is Dan, just at the start of the episode to say this episode is sponsored by my comic book series Grey, which is currently funding on Kickstarter. The link is in the description, or you'll hear a bit more about it later in the episode. Let's talk about this film, because I'm so excited to talk about this film. It's utter nonsense. Hello, and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. And I'm Helena. And for this episode, we watched Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. So I had never seen this one before, much like I'd never seen the first one. But yeah, a little peek behind the scenes. So normally we record these episodes in like batches of two. And we watched the first Charlie's Angels last week, and this is the first time that we've watched a movie and gone, actually, we do want to watch the sequel. Yeah, because it's great. And also, sometimes yeah. we end up watching something that kills a franchise and there isn't a sequel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think the only time we watched, like, two in a row was the Scooby-Doo movies, but that was planned and we watched them for the same recording yeah. session. But yeah, no, hadn't seen this one either. Oh man. It's more <laughs> of the same. It, this one is exactly the same, but also wilder and more incoherent. And this one definitely solidifies that it's a parody. It has to 100%. be, right? Yeah. It's got to be. Like, from like the CSI scene and everything, it, yeah. this has to be a parody. Yeah, 100%. It's great. So, we get to this film. Because I, I love this film as a kid. Loved the first one. Loved this one even more. Um, I thought I, I would... When I thought about this film... Before I like properly watched it again, I was like, I can't remember this film. I can't remember any of the storyline because it was so long ago. Turns out, no, I can't remember any of the storyline because there is barely any coherent storyline. <laughs> yeah, it's um, just rings. Fine. There's two yeah. rings. They have to get yeah. some Halo rings and yeah. fight off the Covenant. And the yeah, <laughs> and this was this was good. But yeah, no, I like full nostalgia for this film. But I think it's good without the nostalgia. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very. I mean, yeah, it's very easygoing in, like, you do not have to pay attention. It's just very loud and colourful. It is. And it's got the, it's got slightly less uh, needle drops. There's slightly less random music thrown in. Oh, I uh, don't know about that. Like that. <laughs> no, no. The Prodigy makes an appearance. This one has more cameos. Pro- I'll say Prodigy- that. Prodigy makes two appearances. Uh, yep, two fightings to the Prodigy in this yeah. one. Yeah. And King wrote one, a like, song this for this film? Yeah. What's and she's it. she does a cameo in it. Yeah, she was great in it. And there's Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. And, they, and oh, they get their money's worth of hammer time as well, don't they? And the Pussycat Dolls are in it. They are? Yeah, they're, they're yeah, the they're, backup they're... dancers during the sexy dance. So the, this was before the Pussycat Dolls were like a famous band and were burlesque performers. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were burlesque performers before they were like... I only band. know them for their weird cover of... Um... The tide is high. No, that's Atomic Kitten. Yeah, that's that was good to say. Because yeah, dolls have had way more of a success than that. That's a weird thing to know them about them by. They're still well, no, they're not anymore. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Atomic Kitten. I think they are they one of those bands that did like, they just changed. grow up? Yeah, don't know. Mm. Kerry Katona just like got to deal with Iceland instead. <laughs> so was she an Atomic Kitten? Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Why do I know that? Yeah. <laughs> this, this film is wild. And it, so the first film, I feel like comparing it to the first film is correct. And we're going to do it a lot because the opening, the opening of both films is the first, the opening of the first film is batshit. It's just like nonsense. This person's wearing a bomb vest. We jump out of a building. Haha. It was a mask. I'm a Charlie's angel. This, the opening to this film. They don't want it to make sense. Northern Mongolia to rescue a a US marshal. Yeah, and to distract them, one of them's having uh, what's her name, Dylan Drew Barrymore, is having a drinking competition with one of them. Um, while Lucy Liu flips her hair, hides in a crate, and like hides in a crate, tries to like like set him free. Yeah, she's Mm. trying to save this important guy that we don't know he's about yet. And what's even wilder is there is a throwback to an important piece of information that happens in this scene. Like, yes, there's, there's like a key bit of information that happens in this scene, and the rest of the scene is so batshit that no one noticed. 
And then just when you think, okay, that's already weird. Why is Drew Barrymore having a drinking competition with this yeah. like weird Mongolian guy? Uh, knock on the door. Guess who it is? Cameron Diaz bursting <laughs> Natalie. Just like as a ditzy tourist, and she's like, "Oh hell yeah, a mechanical bull." She, yes. I, uh, yeah, her favorite, one of her favorite uh, characters that she plays, uh, ditzy German. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh." So she distracts them by wearing, by yeah, by riding a mechanical bull. By which, which the the weirdest outfit of the film, which says a lot about this film, <laughs> which is a like heavy duffel coat, silver duffel coat. Where is she wearing like silver and white? Which she's wearing like a big silver duffel coat. And the shortest skirt. Yeah. And then weird thigh-high um, yeah. socks she must and big boots. So cold as, like, the character. <laughs> the character must have been freezing. That's that's the one thing with this film, though. A lot less dressing up as uh, different races. Yeah, um, they definitely took that. Although all of the people that. that played Irish characters were not Irish. Not at all, but we're going to so talk not, about that. Oh, good. Yeah, well, we're going to get there. Yeah. Because, um... We'll get to that. Cause <laughs> Apparent, that's apparently there's a deleted scene where New Bosley is just like, yeah, my fake Irish accent's just as good as your real one. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Because um, so... Bosley is now a black dude. Yes. <laughs> He's not Bill Murray anymore. No, because Bill Murray had some problems on set. Yeah, he didn't like... Is it McGee, the director of this? Yeah. Or is it MCG? I don't know. How do you say? It's well, a lowercase c, so I guess it's McGee. Do yeah. We, yeah. Do, do you guys know what happened? Uh, all I know is that he didn't get on well during the first movie. So it was like, from what I could tell, it was kind of one major event where he was having an awful day and he kind of... There were rewrites and he wasn't, he wasn't available there for the, like, the actual rewriting. So he came in in like a foul mood was yelling at everyone, beelined in on Lucy Liu, um, made it kind of hurt. This is from what I've read from like a few a few people on certain like sources. He beelined on Lucy Liu, and Lucy Liu wasn't going to take shit, even though like she was hands down the least famous person on set, and like that might have been why he picked on her. But she was like, absolutely fucking not. You don't talk to me like that. How fucking dare you? Was respectful about it, and yeah, apparently they just they didn't get on for the rest of filming. So I assume that's kind of why he didn't come back. Yeah, that is. Yeah, he kind of be on it. And again, like yeah. he has his own problem. They, apparently, they don't have a problem anymore. It was just like he was having a really bad time. But it's still like you don't take it out on someone like that, especially the person who's well, it's not just, responsible it's not professional. for rewriting the script. Yeah, no, not at all. And I think no. that's, that's kind of what. Like, I got really like, pissed off the other day because someone sent me a rude email. Yeah, let alone someone being mean to my face. I wouldn't, you know, you shouldn't have to tolerate that, no matter what your job is. Yeah, and especially picking on the least famous person, like Cameron Diaz was rising star at the time. Didn't Lucy Liu, I thought she was really famous, or she just not famous no, yet? No, she wasn't famous in the first film. It was after the first film she did Kill Bill, and that, oh, like, okay. catapulted her to, to fame. But yeah, she was like, because then you have, like, Drew Barrymore, who is, like, a legend, Dynasty Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mess with Drew Barrymore, Dynasty Hollywood. Cameron Diaz, Rising Star, and, like, Lucy Liu was unknown, pretty much. Oh, okay, yeah, she... Yeah, yeah she's she, mostly so... done, like, TV bits yeah uh, so like that might have been why he picked on her which was the wrong mistake because it's quite well known that lucy Liu will stand up for herself and like all the other cast stood up for her so it was kind of like i imagine it was a bit tense but the replacement bosley is really funny yeah, he is no, so, great. Good. I love, so good I, I love the replacement bosley storyline because he's just not entirely sure what he's doing half the time yeah can, can <laughs> he's we brilliant can we finish the opening? Because we need to finish the opening yeah. and so, then we can skip around the rest <laughs> they, of the film. They like, the obviously sneak in super subtly and then their idea yeah. is to just sneak him out through the Quietly. pub. Yeah. And they get... Uh, whilst, whilst, whilst Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz, is, riding Diaz a, is riding a mechanical bull. Yeah. Why do they have all, a mechanical bull in this pub in northern but, Mongolia? All sexy-like. <laughs> Going, ooh, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and oh. then they get dobbed in by a bird. <laughs> yeah, because a a really fat guy like falls and lands on the trap door, so they can't open the trap door easily. And then a bird's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, but it doesn't say that. But you know, uh, might as well. Surprising. <laughs> like honestly, would have been fine with the rest of the film. I yeah, mean, yeah, because they they start, they go to fight and they they do their like Charlie's Angels Supergirl poses. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then Drew Barrymore then... barks, but it's very clearly just a dog bark. It's not a person yeah. bark. Yeah. And then the guy that they're about to fight just pulls out two machine guns. Yeah, it's like a room full of people. They all like part ways, and he's just got two machine. The guy with two machine guns just starts shooting at them and misses every shot <laughs> as they do the oh, weird they en- flip. They end up flipping like out. They jump out of the bar, <laughs> don't they? Out of the window. And then they steal a military vehicle. They steal and, a vehicle t- and they're driving. So they st- they're driving along a dam, and one end a tank is about to shoot them, <laughs> and the other end a guy with an RPG <laughs> is about to shoot them. Yeah. And instead they manage to swerve off, and both things blow each other up, that, and then they shot fall and land on a helicopter. So, that... so the helicopter's on the back of the car. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get you... through this, because I'll forget you how was... insane you this was. The, like, so the shot between the RPG and the tank is really cool, because it's like a single yeah. shot that goes from the RPG being loaded into the like the tank being loaded on the other end. Yeah. As they're falling, Cameron, Cameron Diaz gets out. Of the plane, yeah, and, and she starts climbs crawling up into on... the back of the. Uh, it, it, there's the a heli- the helicopter on the back of that, the lorry. That that's she not gets revealed. Into. She just gets into the back. This like covered back. Yeah, and yeah. then the back is like the the material's shown off, and there's just a helicopter, and yeah. the helicopter so falls off the dam, and then they start yeah. it mid fall, mid air. Yeah, like as it's falling, the truck <laughs> floats away. Helicopters work. They start it mid fall, but isn't loosely. it a lovely idea? Lucy Lou and Drew Barrymore are like trying they get the guy in the seat and they're trying to hold on to like grab hold of the wings as they're falling. The helicopter won't start in time. Lucy Lou's grabbed on Drew Barrymore's like trying to. None of it makes sense. It's just an insane like a lot of this is Mission <laughs> Impossible parody and it just kind of takes it to the extreme what? in the best way. But it's still so somehow wild. not the weirdest scene that happens not during a, the intro. Not because at all. Because then when it does the whole introduction of the girls again, you yeah. get Cameron Diaz helping with a cow giving birth. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah that the, looked the real. They get, their yeah. <laughs> they get their own like three seconds of pop songs. By the way, I think I know why they do such short clips of pop songs, because then they don't have to play copyright. Oh, if you right. only show like a few seconds. I think it's 10 seconds. If you show more than 10 seconds, you have to yeah. pay copyright. So what we get this time as well, after their, their tiny introduction, is a little smash cut of various missions they've been on. And, oh, I have some questions about them. Oh, I want to know what job they could have possibly done where they had to do roller derby. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd watch yeah. that film. I'd watch every single mission they go on. I would watch a film based around. That sounds, they were all looked amazing. So this sounds, so that's that sounds like it's a parody, obviously. I think at this yeah. point it's very obvious what it is. Like they've gone really full hand. But it parodies itself as well. hundred percent. Like, the the, the, <laughs> it has the same sort of start with Cameron Diaz shaking her bum. Yeah. Watching the TV. I'm like, that's in exactly like... what happened in the first film. Yeah. Which I didn't realise but... before because I've never seen the two actually close together. Yeah, and and then it's not just her dancing, it's her and the other two. Yeah, it is yeah, all of the Charlie's Angels. She's moving in with the guy that she met in the first movie. The yeah. bar guy. Yeah. yeah, the bar guy. And so and so they do a whole dance number. Perfectly to Ham- choreographed. Yeah, they got, the, they got the rights to Hammer Time and they really... Yeah. They, they got their money's worth. Yeah, they did a full dance and it was incredible. Yeah, it was great. Meanwhile, the US Head of Justice, uh, Bruce Willis, is... Cap- it has his ring stolen. Yeah, so he's like, "Oh, my ring's been stolen." And they're like, "Oh no, I, I hope." They're like, "He's like, they took my ring when he, they're getting that," and they're like, "I'm sure your wife will understand." But turns <laughs> out, no, that ring is half of a pair of rings um, put yeah. together. You can actually access this data that has all of the—is it witness protection or undercover? Yeah, witness yeah, protection. All of the witness yeah. protection people yeah. on it. It was like, yeah. why does that yeah. exist? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, there's, there, putting it on two separate rings is a pretty safe way to to handle that kind of information. I mean, but other thing, you, you, why does it have to be on those? Why does it have to be on that? Why can't it? Why does it have to I be mean, on these like, two very easily portable bits? <laughs> like that, no, there's no one time where I think I need all of the people on witness protections data all in one true. place. I don't know why I try. Also, to it like, must be really difficult to update that that list. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they spend most of it would just be being sent by um, Hermes on... to various places to get updated. Yeah. Except on uh, in, on two different packages, because if they don't do that, then there's no point in having the rings. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh god, yeah, they actually send. Yeah, they send it on Yodel, and it just it's gone. 
One of them is just gone. <laughs> like, okay, well, I guess we're never going to know who's on witness protection now. I'm going to have to get a new list. Start again. Sorry, we tried to deliver this uh, top secret ring to the Pentagon, but no one was in, so we're going to try tomorrow. <laughs> so we threw it in the bin, even yeah. though it was bin day, but we figured <laughs> you'd probably get this note first. To be fair, uh, the safest way to have a list of people on protect witness protection is to have no list at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. so absolutely. If they lose it, yeah. it's kind of like, well, I guess we just make a new list of new people and those old people are just lost to the world. There's a little running joke now because uh, Matt LeBlanc now oh, knows. Oh, Joey what... from Friends, yeah. So yeah. while they're while they're like moving in as well, and he just sneaks up behind Lucy Lou and she just flips him. He does a very. And then at one point she's holding a really big TV, and I don't mean like widescreen. I mean no, like an old TV. like this was 2003. That was a fucking big TV. Yeah, <laughs> she's just holding it up, and he's like, "Wow," yeah. like leaning on it. And so when did you move in? Yeah. Oh, and and then, yeah, he ends up meeting Lucy Liu's dad, who is John Cleese. Yeah. And that's and a whole knows... thing. Yeah, that's yeah, a whole that's, thing. That's a whole thing. Um, but, yeah. So, when... I'm trying to think about when stuff happens in this, because I remember... So, the CSI, the CSI bit happens before you meet John Cleese as Lucy Liu's dad. So, but, so for the CSI bit, it's literally, it's playing The Who. She uh, Drew Barrymore puts on the sunglasses. They go in. They're doing the ridiculous like crime scene investigation, just yeah. over the top, finding really weird shit. Very. I think Cameron Diaz stuff. finds some like seagull shit on a car. No, that's, that's no, later. So no, I, oh, I no, remember this is where they find the the stuff from the surfer. Yeah, yeah. this is where <laughs> they right. Get... So I'll, I'll let me let me. Yeah, sorry. Right. Sorry, so, we're all very excited one, about the first <laughs> ring has gone into the circulation. Because has been stolen from the guy that they rescued. Yeah. The other guy who had the ring, had the second ring, has been killed. Bruce yeah. Willis, yes, he has died. Um, and he, so he's, uh, so they're going to investigate, and that's why they dress up as the CSI girls to try and find out who killed him. Yeah. And then they get, they work out that it's got to be someone with a scar on their knee who uses pineapple sex wax. Yes. On, so, on their surfboard. On their surfboard. So the reason the the reason they know about the wax is because he used they find a small amount of wax on the door near the lock because he used his credit card uh, that he uses to, to scrape wax yeah. off his board. <laughs> and the reason they know he has a scar on his knee is because they find two prints of a very specific shoe that was only sold one specific time at one specific <laughs> in store, store in a in a certain place. None yeah, of that information it's very is much important. Taking, it, it makes me it really cracks me up because doesn't Lucy Liu go on to do um, Sherlock Holmes? Later? Yeah, yeah, or uh, whatever it's yeah, called, Elementary. <laughs> none of the information about this shoe is important. No, <laughs> like that is no. never. They're never like, oh, we looked up who bought this shoe. No, the only thing that's important is one of the sides. They can know that there's a a mismatch between the pressure on the shoes so there is some sort of injury on one of their knees which means they have to have a scar on their knee which is incredibly stupid <laughs> it is it is mad and the uh, whole and, and time then... oh we forgot about the best part of that scene which is the police officer that oh yeah, yeah he's just like what he's just like freeze he has no idea what's going on <laughs> he's like the 40, we can't leave him the 40 days and then they just start saying code at him and then just kind of walk past him well he he sort of drops code first doesn't he he's like we've got a 419 yeah. a 218 and a 3559 and they're like a chinchilla an illegal chinchilla thing and he's like actually it's an illegal chinchilla farm but I think her knowing the code makes him think, oh, well, they must be actual they must be cops. Right. But then he's like, I need to talk to my superior. She's like, hey, I am your superior. <laughs> and then just walks past him. And then Bosley's just outside holding like the He's, the co- he's wearing the coroner, coroner's yeah. outfit and he's got a body bag. And he's like, I ain't touching nobody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like, when, they get, when they come out, Bosley's like, so did it smell? <laughs> They're talking about the case and he's like, did it smell? Did he look weird and wrinkly? <laughs> what was right. it like? And then he hands the bag off to the actual coroner, and then the police officer draws the gun at the actual coroner. It's insane. That whole scene, every scene is individually crazy, and I love it. Yeah, this whole film is just mad. So they go to the beach to investigate a surfer, and there Cameron Diaz meets an old angel called Madison Lee. Yep. Uh, And they... um, Played by... uh, uh, Demi Moore. Demi Moore, that's it. I was going to say Mandy Moore, not Mandy Moore. And... Um, well, so, yeah, Cameron Diaz is, like, just out and about surfing and talking to her. It, you, there's definitely gay vibes there, right? 
A hundred percent. No, a hundred percent. There's 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 a lot of gay vibes. A lot of gay vibes in this film. A lot of lesbianism. Yeah. <laughs> a lesbianic undertone, I think, is that term. Yeah. So the other two are in like a tiki shack kind of thing, like like where you get these slush puppies spying yeah. on them, and um, Lucy Liu is talking to Drew Barrymore. And she's like, "You always fall for the bad guy." Like, stop. Yeah. Um, and then it plays. Um, Danger high voltage by electric six while they're doing something as well. Yeah, well, Bosley, they see someone else with a board, a board and yeah. they tell Bosley to go up it because Bosley's like, I can't move, I've got sand in my balls. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't walk anywhere. He's just yelling. He spends his whole film yelling and it's brilliant. He's just uh, really he's... uncomfortable and not a field agent. No. And he's told to go over and talk, check, see if the wax is uh, cherry flavoured. Pineapple uh, flavoured. Pineapple. pineapple. Uh, so he just goes over, slaps his guy on the stomach, and this is like good day surfing. <laughs> Licks his board and just starts shouting, "It's great, great wax!" And he goes, "Yeah, it's great." <laughs> and this surfer dude seems pretty unfazed. Yeah. At that point, that kind of person walks up to you. You don't know how to get. Yeah, you don't yeah. know what to do. No. But he's triggered he... this poor guy's fight or flight <laughs> or freeze, and he's just gone. No, if I stay still, maybe the man will leave me alone. Look, guy in a full wetsuit walks up to you, like awkwardly walks up to you, hits you on the stomach, licks your board, and go, starts <laughs> shouting, "It's great!" <laughs> you don't interact with that person any more than you have to. Oh man! And then so they see, yeah, they they work out who the guy is, and they kind of hide under his car so they can steal bits from his wallet. He's out to sea, and yeah. uh, he's um, the sexy guy that they see in the moving house scene, right? No, no, that was just another no, no, sexy observer. Okay. Think, but Dylan, Dylan's like, wow, he must be the worst. Yeah, because uh, he's very horny for him. Hot. He's fucking hot. He is hot, and uh, he has a scar on his which Lucy, which zooms in through like the binoculars, <laughs> which again, insane. And then yeah, they sneak out on his board, and and yeah. Cameron Diaz plays stupid, bad, flirty again. Yeah, she yeah. does bad, flirty, but it's it's intense. It's like weirdly um, sexual. Yeah, incredibly sexual talk. Like I'm so wet from surfing; those waves like yeah, really got me going. Now. I'm gonna be I wet for being, hours. I was being pounded and pounded and pounded out. <laughs> and to and be he, fair, like this guy is totally just like nonplussed about the whole he, thing. <laughs> he looks a bit confused. It's, so yeah, he's a bit confused. Lash doesn't give a shit. Yeah, so they steal his credit card. Uh, in the coolest way, where they like crawl under his car, go through his bag, go through his wallet, and then appear behind her behind in like a really cool shot with the surfboard. Yeah, like behind the surfboard. Yeah, yeah, really cool. that was kind of cool because it was. I was like, how? How's he? Where have they gone? He's going to reverse. Them? He's going to hit them. They're under the car. That's how magically behind her. Yeah. And then I was like, oh wait, yeah, no, they they've started a helicopter midair. Like this is not an issue for these girls. <laughs> they can they can fly as far as I can tell. Yeah, they can teleport. It's fine. Yeah. Because they get, I can't, so, yeah, they work out he's going to be after a guy at a dirt track. He, I can't remember how they list, get he has to a list of names. They, they steal the invite to the event out of his wallet. He, has, he also oh, okay. has a list of names. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's going to go after called, someone called Leo. Yeah. Uh, so then we get the dirt, the coal we, bowl. As much as I said earlier, the best outfit in the film. No, these are the best outfits in the film. Yeah, when they're, when they're they look like Power the, uh, Rangers. They're dressed as <laughs> Mad Max style Power Rangers. With Speaking mullet. of the Power Rangers, there's a mysterious black Power Ranger here. Who could he be? We'll never know also, until later. Pink is here. Yeah, Pink is here. Pink is um, seeing this. Also, yeah. do you know who else is here? But you don't know it's him until nearer the end, and maybe they this should have just got rid of him. Shia LaBeouf. Twelve-year-old Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, it'll be even Stevens. He's in a. Um, they. We've missed Again. out the Mary Kate and Ashley cameo, which I think yes. happens just before this. Does it? Oh Isn't yeah, because that's yeah. when um... Drew Barrymore's yeah, having a bit of an existential crisis because yeah, she can't cause... imagine life after being yeah. an angel. Well, Lucy Liu is yeah. talking about to her about like, well, Cameron Diaz is going to move on and get married, and we're going to have to get another. She's like angel. realistically, like someone is going to leave at some point, and we're going to have yeah. to get a replacement. Yeah, so she has sort of flash forwards through different times, and she's getting older and older, and then she's just like a really old lady with Mary Kay and Ashley. <laughs> Again, wild cameos. I would love to see a film with 
Drew Barrymore and Mary Kay and I. Uh, anyway, so the dirt bike scene, it's, it's, it's amazing. It goes on for way too long, um, but I couldn't Cons- be bored because the things kept on exploding. Yeah, well, yeah there's lots of explosions. Like, Cameron Diaz gets knocked down, but much like Chumbawamba. Well, they... So the only reason they know what's going to happen is he, the killer, is after a guy called Leo, and they're like, oh, God, and then one of them spots someone, one of the bread bracers has a lion symbol and just yeah. goes, oh, he must be Leo. <laughs> Uh, so they go after them, and there's like this chase on a on a on a dirt bike course, and they decide like, oh, we've got to save him. So they get on bikes and chase as well. Yeah. And I was like, the whole time I was like, the the dirt bike course is round. Just go to the next part of the course and stop him. <laughs> just, go, just go the other way. Yeah. <laughs> like they were going like in and out in like a figure eight, and it's like, well, if you yeah. you can just go ahead quicker yeah. and stop him that way. You don't have to chase him. Uh, but I'm glad they did because it yeah, was an amazing it, yeah, scene. It's, it's great, but it is like you do get long shots of the of the course, and it's it's not like a figure. I don't it's think it's a figure big. eight, but it's not it's not massive either, and no. it's definitely it's just round. A big bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and then and then the mysterious black rider comes in and kills the surfer oh, guy before that. Steals some of before that. Uh, the sorry. surfer guy like tries to kill the angel. Oh yeah, he's got guns. Yeah, in the coolest way. <laughs> <laughs> where he just like at one point he they jump whenever they go over a jump they do tricks for some reason and he like at one of them he turns around shoots them and they do like tricks to dodge the bullets somehow um and then he does another one where he he goes upside down and shoots at them and one of their yeah. bikes blows up yes and, and they... their bike blows up and then i think uh, is it alex alex's one and she uses the momentum of the explosion to land on the back of one of the other angels yeah bikes. oh yeah yeah cameron diaz like her one blows up yeah and then they just all keep going like nothing happened yeah. oh it's brilliant and also pink doesn't like oh she does say oh the only rule is there is no rules but i feel like There's she might murder. have might have been like okay i do <laughs> like... draw the line at murder like, this guy has killed at least three people on this track. One of them, almost immediately. Maybe they should stop the race. But they but don't. he gets killed by the mysterious Black yeah, Rider. Because he the... steals some of Drew Barrymore's hair. <gasps> she steals a necklace the... from him? The mysterious, Who could he be? The mysterious Black Rider, by the way, um, does the really intelligent thing and goes the other way and drives at him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right before he, the killer's going to kill Leo, he gets a... a back shoe knife to the chest yeah. which happens so quickly considering everything else is slow motion <laughs> it's so quick and then the black the uh black bike crashes into a wall and then who is it it who is it? the it's thin the man the thin man it's the creepy hair sniffing weirdo who they clearly decided was in this film before they wrote his backstory 100% because yeah they go and yeah, then they, they, they learn Leo yeah, is like fifteen. His child buff. And then they learn that Dylan is actually Helen's ass. Helen's ass. She's in the witness <laughs> protection program. Yeah. And so Because they Leo. find yeah, he's got a picture of her, but it's got a different got the other name on it. Yeah. Yeah. And so is Leo. And that's how they work out. Oh, this person's going through the witness protection, yeah. killing everyone. Because she used the date. Uh, the leader of the Irish mob called mm-hmm. Seamus O'Grady. I don't and believe she's like, he's Irish. <laughs> no, he's not. The actor's not Irish. No, 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 what? No, even, like, <laughs> even like convincing the Irish in this film, I don't yeah. think in canon he's Irish. No. Um, and then, and then, <laughs> I yeah, wasn't so entirely sure he was backstory. human the way he was talking. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I, mean, I can't do accents, but at least I have the decency not to try. No, that wasn't even close to Irish. I used to think that was a good Irish accent. I know better now. <laughs> they, yeah, they they learn he's the he's the, the deadliest person in the world. Apparently, he's after Drew, and he's not going to rape because she got him put away. Yeah. yeah, and she's she's like, oh, it'll be fine as long as he never gets out. So of course it cuts, <laughs> it cuts to, to him, him leaving out. prison. Yeah, Good. and then it does. The whole, is it Cape Fear that that? Yeah, things yeah, from? It's a yeah, lot it does of Cape the Cape Fear. Stuff. Fear. Reference where he's doing the pull-ups and it's got that background music. It's really weird. It's really out of place. They also find out that the necklace that they stole off the Thin Man is a Shia LaBeouf also has the same necklace and they get it from an orphanage. Yeah, and then they're like, "Okay, where are we going to keep Shia LaBeouf for now?" And so Bosley takes him to his house because he's like, "No no Irish are going to come in." No man could O'Grady has ever been in this part of town. (laughs) 
I do I do love that it's like I think they basically they imply if they don't know how I say it which they might have done because I didn't actually pay attention all the time for this film you don't have to um Bosley won Bill Murray was like adopted by the family yeah 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 it's just a picture of him yeah and it's like Um, they're saying brother at the start you think oh he's because he's black he's saying brother like nope. but he no was... no 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 adopted no, brother yeah. <laughs> his family adopted Bill <laughs> <Yeah>. Murray <laughs> and his his mum's so fucking funny yeah oh she's a great character <laughs> he says like don't look her in the eyes <laughs> yeah so then they go to the orphanage to try and figure out who the thin man is yeah and yeah. there's a cameo that I didn't even realize who it was until after the movie it's Debbie Reynolds isn't it is it Debbie Reynolds? no it's Carrie Fisher that's it it's Carrie Fisher <laughs> as the as the um, like head nun, yeah, because she's been in so many films where I've not realised it's her. Like I didn't realise that she's the. Um, Can you only do you only recognise if she's got Austin two Powers. buns either side of her head? <laughs> she's a guidance counselor yeah. in what? In the first Austin Powers movie, oh, she's yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, yes. they talk about him, and apparently he turned up one night when he was seven, and he was quiet until they started cutting his hair. Then he would rip the person, the nun's hair out, and do a backflip <laughs> and scream. <laughs> <laughs> and like him ripping the hair out in the first film, it's like it's weird, but it's not that intense. That scene is really fucking intense and weird. It and is like, really weird person... because this film is is the same movie basically as the first one, but a little, just off. a little bit like yeah, a little on bit steroids. More, it's, <laughs> it's the first film. Would you say full throttle? I would in full throttle mode. And yeah, it, like the the rest of the films like this big adventurous thing, and then it gets to his bit, and because like. It's a bit unhinged and it's full throttle. It's so unhinged and scary. Yeah, it is a bit like there's something very wrong with this person. But yeah. it's like he's not actually a bad guy in this. No, and like every time, but it's like, oh yeah, he comes back every now and then. He because he's the benefactor, main benefactor of the 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 church orphanage. And they, and she's like, oh, he's an he's a real angel. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, and he turns up every now and then for a haircut, and then it cuts to him again screaming in the yeah. That, in it, the he's got it's it's not it it's it's a weird that it's weird that it's a nun that he gets his hair because it's a fetish thing. Yeah, and well, it's maybe. so obviously a fetish thing. Maybe like, I don't know. I think I mentioned a few times in the last episode how he always looked like he was about to cry or come. I, I don't know, and like, I maintain feels, that for this. It feels like <laughs> he has. Film. Intense psychological problems that I feel isn't a single. It's the sniffing the hair, though. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely a bit of a fetish. I don't think that's the only thing going on. Is what Uh, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that is maybe the tip of the proverbial (laughs) iceberg. Yeah, Um, a lot of a lot of more stuff going on with that guy. But he maybe the nun shouldn't indulge that fetish. Is what I was getting at. (laughs) But he donates a car. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, she's sold out for the kids. Yeah. Fair play. <laughs> well, he he donates. I think that they're like, oh, we see the good in everyone. So to them, it isn't a problem. It's just the way he is. He should probably have gone to see a psychologist when he was seven. <laughs> yeah, that's why the. So they get so he some names car. of like yeah, these the gang. They're going to where... infiltrate. They're going to infiltrate the. O- is it O'Leary? O'Grady. O'Grady. O'Grady gang. The most Irish thing. So this is where they find out it's the docks because this is where Cameron Diaz notices the seagull shit on the car. Yeah. And, and maybe licks it. One. I remember her licking it, but I don't. Yeah. No, don't they don't. They don't show you. They don't show you. They don't. I think she sniffs it. She just sniffs no, it. Which, there's, I, I was. I watched it very intently. Um, at yeah. least, at least they've set up in the opening thing where it surprise cow birth that she is an animal person. Yeah. Like it and properly. She, she sets had the thing up. with the birds in the first one as well. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't knew, set yeah. up that she's like an animal expert in that. In this one, no, it's in like, that it just happens. <laughs> it's very clear that she is an animal expert. Yeah. Um, so between this bit and them going to the dock is where Joey from Friends talks to John Cleese and is like giving away her job, but he's not saying what she does, and it just sounds like she's a prostitute. Yeah. He's like, oh, they, they all work together. They work together. They're on loads of jobs. Because he, John Cleese, believes Lucy Liu is a doctor. Yeah, yes, that's what uh, she's told her dad. Yeah, and he also believes that Dylan is a head of gynecology. And, and the other one was a chief psychiatrist. Natalie's, or yeah, Natalie's a psych works in um, yeah. psychiatry. It's wild, and yeah, he's explaining stuff, and it sounds like he's a prostitute. She's a prostitute, and John Cleese just looks shocked and doesn't know what to do. 
And then that cuts away. And then they're blending in as dock workers, and they're like sitting up on a uh, boat. You, have mm-hmm. you have you missed? You've, you've... you've probably missed a lot. Like, there's this film's wild. Yeah. <laughs> the stripper bit with with Atomic Kid. Oh yeah, not no, no, Atomic that's Kid. After. That's, that's just that's, that's just after, after this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Because they're they're sitting there as dock workers, and they work out that they all go into this place called the treasure chest, which is like the bar. But they're taking oh. like really close zoomed in good pictures on a really old 2003 phone. Yeah. Well, and this, I'm like, this film is sponsored yeah, no. by T-Mobile. If you don't know, didn't notice all of this oh, yeah. mobile everywhere. <laughs> this film is sponsored yeah. by T-Mobile. <laughs> I only picked up on that when it came up on the big laptop screen. Instead of yeah. Google search, it just said T-Mobile, but like yeah. It was massive. like T-Search. It was and then every, so... I'm sure every phone in this as well was a T-Mobile, yeah, yeah, T-Mobile thing on it. Films are expensive. <laughs> They've yep. got a favourite somehow. Yeah, but it's well, it's like it just reminded me again that this is a parody um, of like the. I mean, it's it's obviously this is this film earlier. I can't remember, but um, remember like Dell in some of the Mission Impossible films. Yeah, I guess if you get a sponsor and you can lean into it being like a bit of a parody, that's perfect. Yeah. This episode is currently sponsored by Grey Issue 4, which is a comic book series that I've written and is currently funding on Kickstarter. It's the story of an ex-undercover cop back from the dead to take down the mob he was infiltrating. Oh, and he's made of concrete. You can read the previous issues digitally before backing too, so you know what you're getting into. You can back and get digital or physical copies, posters, sketch cards of yourself, original artwork, and you could even be drawn into the comic. It's funding until the 2nd of October, so check it out with the link in the description. Yeah. But yeah, they, they notice on the dock, they notice that like you have to have a name. It's really, it's high security. Yeah, uh, yeah you need like good. a name badge and yeah. like certain keys and stuff. So they, yeah, they, they then Which, do the sexy dance routine to Pink Panther. Isn't that high security, thinking about it? Because they're like, it's, it's incredibly high security. It's just a guy with a clipboard is all they show. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a guy with a clipboard checking names. That's pretty standard security. I mean, there was also two guards with guns. Okay, but like, it's it's got a lot of expensive things inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty standard. Don't, don't worry, I'm not critiquing, <laughs> I'm not criticising this part of the film. No, no, it's, just, it's weird how big everything else is and they were like, oh, this is high security, this place. What do we need? A badge. <laughs> That's it. And I think, yeah, a badge and to speak Irish, which are oh, the Irish. Yeah. Anyway, so they, yeah, they need to get we'll the, get the to badge them. and everything. We haven't heard anyone do an Irish accent yet properly. <laughs> no. Um, so they, they do the dance with uh, the Pussycat Dolls to Yeah, Pink they're doing Panther. it to Pink Panther and it's yeah. really weird and it's just very and it's a, Yeah, it's a very yeah. sexual strip tease and it's a bit on the nose, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. get that they are like sort of femme fatale agents that use their yeah. femininity to as part of I mean, their like, but, but it, yeah. it's that turned all the way up like yeah. oh, it's yeah, that turned is... up to level of parody would you say it's full throttle it's stripping. full throttle <laughs> it's a full throttle stripping yeah. and yeah so they steal the like they... the keys and the pass and everything yeah, yeah and then they the get paperwork. Bosley to to be like um, Irish. an Irish dock worker. He's just sort of yelling at the guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you don't look Irish. But that guy like, who's you saying you like, like you paddy. don't that you don't look you don't look like a paddy. And this guy has the strongest Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like it, no paddy I've ever seen. And it's like <laughs> you don't sound Irish either. <laughs> no one in this film sounds Irish. Oh, but like, yeah. I mean the um. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Theroux sounds yeah. doesn't sound like any country I've ever heard of, <laughs> or <laughs> even doesn't. particularly, you know, human. But no. this guy's accent is Scottish. No, it's like he just clapped in British accent and then picked and then was like, oh, fuck, okay. Or, Ireland's or not was, part of Britain. Or he was Scottish and no one noticed. <laughs> no one was like, maybe that's, that's an Irish accent. So you've got an it? Irish accent. Do you want to have he this, went, yeah, want to have sure. this uh, speaking part? And he's like, yeah, he was like, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. They so so Bosley delivers this, this um statue this, in. And this bit was weird. They've right? made though they've made it incredibly clear that this is a high security thing. All they yeah. did was he just talked over this man until he let him in. High yeah, security, by in. the way. Yeah. High security. And yeah. so he drops off like there, there's loads of uh, there's like artifacts statue. and stuff. Yeah, it's clear like they've a smuggling. That he drops off. Yeah. yeah. But when they break out of the statue, they are completely naked. Yeah. 
And then they're just clothed in the next scene. And I'm like, why did they have to be naked for being in the sweaty. statue? That is weird. It's sweaty. Well, they're like, kind of, they're, they're like kind of built into the, I thought they were basically plastered in. Yeah. So oh, they had maybe. to be naked because obviously the artwork, like it's only, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't, be, you can't be a sculpture and not naked. Can't be wearing drunk, uh, grunge <laughs> jeans and shorts. And I think they had like their clothes were like at their feet or something. Yeah, oh, it was, and then there's like a little, through. there's like yeah, there's a little bit of scene where they just got like, whoom, whoom, whoom. they're basically Sims, where they yeah. like jump in the air, spin around, and they've got a different outfit on. Yeah, they're clothed, and then they go into yeah. the, they because they needed to get inside, they get inside the cage by just breaking it. Uh, yeah, because it's like electrified, and no one. <laughs> yeah, there's the great them. line of I smell a rat, <laughs> and it just pans to a rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, bit of visual humour. <laughs> uh, they just uh, throw, throw something at it. And then they get in and it's electrified, hence the dead yeah. rat. And then and they've a, got to uh, they've got to get the get the two rings, but they're like because they're made of different things, they'll float. So they pour champagne in pure platinum. The other all the other rings yeah. are made out of pure platinum. Which, by the way, there's like a hundred rings in there made out yeah. of. And pure also, platinum. they look yeah. like ninety nine p rings you get in an arcade. But if they are pure platinum, fucking grab a handful. Yeah, well, <laughs> a lot of for money. sure. These girls aren't thieves. No, <laughs> but yeah, the <laughs> idea is that to. like the the data is is ho- like these rings are hollow because of the data yeah. that's held in them. So they go through a really simple science science time with Charlie's Angels, where they break open a box and there's a load of champagne in there, and she's like, anything that a material a material if a material is lighter than the substance it is put into. Is it submerged into, and then another one finished with it floats like it was a big thing. Like, yeah, it explodes. No, 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 it floats. What we have learned is rings does float on rings champagne. does float in champagne. Platinum doesn't. Uh, which again, <laughs> a cool idea of like the, how do we find which ones are the right wing is. Pull, it was also a bit annoying that they had literally a box full of identical rings, but never once pulled a ring switcheroo. Oh, that would have been too complicated for them. There was enough yeah. in this film already. We <laughs> yeah. did not need that being added. Because they get the rings and leave, but it turns out it was just a trap, and yeah. O'Grady is there waiting for them oh, yeah. with a shit ton of thugs. So shit. Then he, this is the first time we hear his accent properly, and by God. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is an accent. We're not, we're not putting on a, We're not putting this on. It's bad. It's so bad. It's worth listening to. We can't. I don't think I can even do an impression of it. It's Bring so the unusual. <laughs> the pain. It's like um. It's a harm. Um, it's wild. It's... Yeah. It's not like oh, it sounds a bit dot dot dot. Irish. It doesn't sound Irish, but I can't place it. Like I can see it start the starting point being Irish. I don't know how he got to that end point. Though. Do you think they had a coach, like a vocal coach, on there that just no. gave up? No, I don't uh. think they even <laughs> attempted to hire a vocal coach for this film. Because no, there's no way they got a vocal coach and sounded on like that. But yeah, no, there's it's he is insane. He is crazy, yeah, uh, and violent, and it's oof, genuinely yeah, quite scary. So, so they end up like they knock out the lights and flip over them, but yeah. then they just turn the lights back on and they start fighting them all. Well, well, and no, they, they're, 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 they're more doing Morse code. They're, they're doing Morse code yeah. on their hands, and I assume it's to tell the other two what they're going to do. Yes, I assume the probably. lights turning off was just to give them time to like. Said, give a plan, yeah, and that's why I assume that I might be giving this film a lot of credit, but like, I genuinely I was like, that's quite well implied stuff going on because the, there's Morse code sounds as they're doing it, and it, it is not at all in time with their movements. No, of course not. <laughs> why would it be? And then the prodigy but, starts again, yeah, so they fight them all to the prodigy until they eventually leave by which I believe is Firestarter, it's, it is Firestarter, yeah, which doesn't Firestarter, actually make sense yeah. for the first five minutes of the fight. No, it's an incredible fight scene. It is a genuinely great fight scene. It's uh, stupid. It is very stupid. <laughs> um, but it's very like, fuck it, do it kind of. Fu- Which I also yeah. learned talking about the fight scenes. I learned that the first film, the um, martial arts choreographer, the combat fighting choreographer, was a guy that acted in Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and apparently it was the same similar team that did um the Matrix. <laughs> So there's a reason the fights are like how they are. Yeah. But it, it is it is such an interesting fight because it there's a lot of levels to it. There's a lot of yeah. like physical They actually make use of the fact that they're in this like boat. 
cavern yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, there's like a, a cave cage that they're climbing up that Lucy Liu climbs up and does some flying around. <laughs> does some flying around on some ropes and kicks some ass and Cameron Diaz is doing the same thing where she's just like flipping over people and like j- kicking half a mile away. Yeah. Incredible. All of the time, Drew Barrymore is fighting the Irish guy through. The, the fight between Barrymore and through in this is so aggressive and violent. Like they properly, it probably feels like they punch each other. Like the other yeah. two are like doing flippy martial arts stuff. They're like properly swinging on each other. And you very rarely see that in a film with like a man fighting a woman. Yeah, yeah it it's is very rarely proper like, aggressive, full yeah. force swing, and then they end up kissing. And yeah, they don't have a healthy relationship. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they escape by they escape. Lucy Liu ends up with a flamethrower. Yeah, um, and then Firestarter makes sense. Yeah, and then Firestarter makes sense, and then O'Grady just walks through the flames, and so they escape on a jet ski. Well, she trips over. Drew Barrymore, she's running away, trips over, looks back. He just walks through the fire. And then yeah. goes, I'll introduce, I'll introduce your friends to Pian. <laughs> to Pian. 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 I'll introduce your friends to Pian. Maybe he's going for Welsh. Oh, I think that's a catheter. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, and then, yeah. Pian, the Checo Cash. Which sends, I assume after she has sort of translated it in her head, sends Drew Barrymore's character into a downward spiral. Where yes. she wants to leave, she feels like she has to leave them because yeah, she knows be that introduced. he's gonna his his mob is gonna hunt down the angels. Yeah, he'll t- he'll he'll introduce them to Pian. Then this this bit they sort of go their separate ways, and Diaz is at like a school reunion with with the guy that she was with. Yeah, Joey is still she... making them sound like hookers, and then Lucy Lou comes in and she's like, "Yeah, we just took on a team of twelve sailors." <laughs> <laughs> she so yeah, Cameron Diaz is like uh, misunderstanding that he the guy's gonna propose to her yeah yes she thinks um, he's gonna ask her to yeah. and she starts dancing again she has another dance sequence it's very i thought it was to gonna be one. another dream like she'd slipped and hit her head and that whole no. thing was a fantasy because she's yeah, dancing she quite does well get and... tangled up in balloons and everyone film... kind of dances with her and it and it's like because where's, where's like the bit where she woke up identical to the first film just turned up a bit or as you can say full throttle <laughs> it was crazy I didn't yeah, care though. So like good. it, like let her have yeah. a little dance sequence. Yeah, yeah. They then, have a little dance, and then Drew Barrymore is leaving because she's like, I don't want to. I don't want my friends to be introduced don't to want these people to be, Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't want them to be hurt. <laughs> to be introduced to Pian. Pian. Um, and then after she's left, the the rings are secure, and they're given back to the um the US guy. government guy <gasps> who said that he's got broken ribs but bosley well, throws the uh, the rings the... and he just grabs yeah we're shown it we get a flashback to the batshit opening sequence yeah where he reaches his arm up and goes with... oh my yeah. ribs and yeah. bosley throws him it and he catches it and his ribs aren't broken and they all go holy shit he's lying to us what else because he had lied about and then they're like yeah. maybe he actually already had one ring and he just used them to get the other ring isn't that the plot of the, the first film Mm-hmm. And then 100%. Bosley's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, uh, and, at this and point, then and it, so... cu- it goes over to Drew Barrymore in a bar. Oh, that's that's a little bit later. <laughs> really First, we cool get them scene. chasing. Oh yeah, uh, they chase him in the car, and I really wanted to talk about this bit because so they're going, they're like um, Lucy Lou's like on some sort of skateboard, like attaching so they can work out where he's going or something. Um, Cameron Diaz is going down in the car but to make him stop so Lucy Liu can get off Bosley is just like a lollipop man with a bunch of kids but the best thing about this scene right is because they're just in the middle of a really hilly area it's just like mountains around them there's there's no path (laughs) to get there they're just in the middle of a road and he's like no wait you've got to wait I've got about five minutes then we can cross and it's just just mountains. Yeah. It's... So it's called so a street that, really got me. that she's yeah. riding. But yeah, also, where yes. are these kids coming from or going to? <laughs> exactly. Where do they live? Um, just where there. do these kids live? But this whole idea that she's got to try and fit a, what is it, an interceptor, a decoder or whatever, to listen to, yeah. to his phone call on his secure line through his phone, because also, yeah, 2003. Yeah. <laughs> and she, yeah, she has this street luge. She gets caught on his and car and she can't disconnect. But it's just, um, like... I know I'm the only person here that's got a driving license. Yeah. But... As of, like, a week ago. Yeah, well, you know, like so it's all very fresh, that, okay? Like any yeah. of that is going to be relevant to what is happening. You would see someone. 
<laughs> I know we, she's no, technically undercover. <laughs> let's talk about the rest of this film and talk about the reality of that moment. Do you do you not remember what they did when they were fighting the Irish guy? When they do you not remember fl- when they started a helicopter in midair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So your driving license. How do you explain the uh, the helicopter that they started in midair? That, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do helicopters. <laughs> I haven't got a license for a helicopter. So or I'd weigh that, in on that. So you think that might be that could be theoretically realistic? He needs to check his mirrors more. <laughs> He needs to be looking in that blind spot. But yeah, she can't detach, uh, so Bosley has to just sort of stand in front of the car and hope he stops. And he only barely does, and it looks like Bosley wets himself. Yeah, and the kids are allowed (laughs) to go to And thankfully the kids are like, thank God we can cross the road, not... Who's that weird... Who's that weird girl on the street, Luge, attached to this guy's car? Or like, why did this man kidnap us, take us all the way out here into the mountains and then not let us cross the road? (laughs) What happened to the normal lollipop man? (laughs) Um, That's yeah, just, so he's sure. just a lollipop man bound yeah. and gagged in the desert. Yeah, they have it. <laughs> she disconnects. They learn that he's yeah. talking to someone. There's someone with a big plan, and yeah. then it cuts to Drew Barrymore. And then it's Drew Barrymore. He, he, he says like a weird code yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. And then Drew Barrymore's yeah. in, yeah, in Mexico getting groped. Yeah, she gets slapped in the ass and, and then doesn't she hit him. To, yeah. She has she's a vision? To Kelly Garrett, who's yeah, who's Who like another ex angel. Yeah, one of she's actually like an actress. One of the original. Yeah, she angels. was yeah. in the original. Yeah, um, uh, Demi Moore so isn't an original of... angel. Literally, she the is. only this cameo like... that makes sense. This is a, yeah. it was. It's so cool. It's so yeah. cool, and I wish she was in it more. But it's so cool that she was in it. Yeah. yeah so she kind of convinces her that you know angels are all unique, but you should you should go back. And so yeah. as she's leaving, the guy like slaps her ass slaps again, her again, and she throws him through the jukebox. Yeah. Oh, I just, I, like, I love yeah. that, that little thing she said to her, that little saying, like, angels are like diamonds, you can't make them, you have to find them. Yeah. And I was like, except, you know, lab-made angels. <laughs> you can make lab-made angels. <laughs> or, you know, you can make an angel, you just have to crush them under rocks for thousands of years. Yep. Yeah. I only um, buy lab-made uh... angels for ethical reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then um, we have the the reveal, the bad guy yes. reveal, where the, the so they go to the, the observatory. Ring, yeah, the ring guy is like, "I've got it, my partner in crime," which I think he, he literally says, or it's very similar. <laughs> yeah, and then she sh- they shoot him. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, <gasps> and then there's a reveal, and it's Demi Moore, dun, dun, dun. Da, 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 the old angel, and who is wants revenge for it's never quite clear why. She is her reason. own boss. And then... She doesn't follow orders. She yeah yeah. I think it's revenge some... on Charlie again. I think it's the same movie. Guys. Yeah, it's probably the it's same. The yeah. same movie. And and it's just the two of them. But then surprise, Drew Barrymore is actually behind her. But she yeah. throws her, and then she's and then the angels like get into their pose, and she's like, "Huh, angels ass kicking pose." Back yeah. in my day, and we shoots used them. Guns. Well, yeah, she says, yeah. "Back in my day, we had guns." But and that that, that is actually a callback because they did have a conversation with Bosley at the start about like needing their bespoke Kevlar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They've got the um, Kevlar. Also, apparently, they don't use guns in this because, like, they're all like the actresses are all very anti-gun, like some pro-gun control. Well, so Fair this, enough. This good. film <laughs> is better without it. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, the um, fight scenes really are so good. Really boring if they just shot everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's, yeah, the, it's fun the, watching people overcome someone with a gun with just like martial arts and yeah. whatever yeah. the fuck style Magical fighting, fighting you would call <laughs> their tongue. But, but yeah, then they, they all get shot. Yeah, in they their... do like special backflip yeah. escape. Yeah, hopefully, escape she didn't shoot backflip. any of them in the head, <laughs> the leg, them, which the torso, quite... or literally anywhere except their chest. Which is quite cool and implies that all of every angel is told to do taught to do exactly the same thing and flip yeah. at the same time because she just goes bang, bang, bang and shoots them all and then drives away. Yeah. Um, and then she shoots the speaker that Charlie talks to her through. Yeah, and then um, we cuts back to them, and they wake up. And they wake up because they had the vests on. Because yeah. as we have learned in this movie, in 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 this podcast, it's uh, foreshadowing. Look. So sorry, can, Mikey. Can you just explain <laughs> okay. to me and the it's audience? When something yeah, what's foreshadowing? We're not too sure. Something, something that happens earlier in the film turns up at the end of the film. Oh, wow, oh wow. that's pretty yeah. cool, actually. Yeah, I know. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to film uh, school? <laughs> no, technically. <laughs> technically, no. 
<laughs> I went to a normal university uh, and did a media degree. So they work out, the, so, <laughs> so they all get up from being shot and they're walking yeah. towards the car and they're like, oh, it's actually on, because he said something about a stair and that, and it's like, oh, it's actually on the walk of fame. And yeah. then the car explodes. Yeah, because it's, it's a stair <laughs> and they're like staring at yeah. what? And then I was like, no, a stair. Fred a stair. And she yeah. start, Cameron starts tap dancing. And it's when the yeah. car explodes and one of them was like, I think she's trying to kill us. <laughs> that line did, yeah. I like that line. <laughs> it's good. And then, uh, and, then the, it's, and then it's the premiere for Maximum Extreme 2. The final coolest scene for, in the whole film. It's so cool. when So every villain turns up. Right? Oh, yeah. You have... yeah, the crime families are all making their way to get the, the elite lists. Um, so, yeah, to the yeah. hotel. Uh, they all get sent to the roof. Yeah. Um, by like, yeah, because they're going to different people. Yeah. And then as the elevator person's walking away, um, O'Grady is just like staring at their ass, and he yeah. like looks a bit confused. I don't know that ass from anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then the crime families all end up getting like gotten by the FBI at the same yeah, time. Yeah, they're all so sent all to the wrong the room. Place. Yeah. 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 And it turns out that so yeah, Demi Madison's like watching look from at it. yeah, yeah, in the best uh, outfit. Yeah. Fucking incredible. She's just in lingerie and a massive fur coat and heels. Yeah. Yeah. Because then the, the people that actually told them where they had to go were the angels, were in, the angels in disguise. In disguise again, yeah. Wearing and, face masks. And so the Irish people show up and yeah, he's like, I recognise that as anyway, you piece of shit. <laughs> and then the creepy thin man is there and they have like this really long drawn out fight and... Yeah, the, the fight thin, does go the on. The thin for man ages. is a good guy, and yeah. he kisses Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. It's a bit weird, and then he ends up getting stabbed, and then the Irish guy gets stabbed with it as well, and they both fall yeah. off the no, well, he no, off the, some... he falls off the roof, and then the Irish guy falls and lands on. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the Irish yeah. like he pulls out oh, the Drew creep, yeah, so, and she pulls out his hair. Yeah, and yeah. he basically oh, comes yeah. in his pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then oh, like, yeah, because they're, they're on the roof of the theatre, and so, like, the entire, um, like, sign is kind of breaking down while they're fighting, yeah. and there's a, a letter E that's kind of spread across two rooftops, and that's what they're fighting on. Yeah. And, and then, so when the Irishman's down there, and he's still alive, and then that falls and crushes him, and so my note was, he's dead now. The only, for God's sake, the only person left is Mandy, uh, Mandy Moore, fuck. Demi Moore. Demi she, Moore. She escapes with her wingsuit. Yes, and so the three girls kind of like Spider-Man swing on some lights uh, to get onto her, and she, she ends up getting throws, in a car, and they all grab onto it. She throws it's, the, it's fucking insane. She's like the bomb at the audience, and Bosley's like, absolutely fucking not. I'm going to do <laughs> yeah, what I do best. it away. Bats it away like a baseball bat, like a <laughs> baseball into the air. It explodes. Uh, Matt LeBlanc is like, wow, they really stepped up the effect. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the little side gags in these films are fucking incredible. And then you have the end fight scene between Cameron Diaz and Debbie Moore. Oh, well, yeah. So, well, while they're driving, the uh, background music is Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, but it's the yep. Nickelback cover. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. Why and not? then they end up crashing into Another, a different theatre. Yeah. I, yeah. I lost track of the geography of all of this stuff. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. But I, then, yeah. I struggled at the end of this film. This was where yeah. I started to run out of energy. Yeah, I mean, the Demi Moore fight, the Demi Moore thing's really cool because they're fighting and it's like Demi Moore's winning because Diaz is doing all the standard angel stuff. Yeah. So she's kind of always one step ahead and Cameron Diaz um, is losing and she's like, actually, I have one thing that you don't as an angel. I have friends. <laughs> Such a dig as <laughs> and Joey imagine, from Friends comes in. Imagine if some, but imagine if someone to you was like, "I'm different to you. I have friends." That would hurt so deep. <laughs> yeah, and that so the other two come in me. and kick her through the floor. Yeah. Um, and as she falls through the floor, she breaks a gas pipe. So then, when she tries to shoot her gun, it all explodes. <laughs> and that's uh, it. And then, it's... and then, and then, I think it's Cameron Diaz that says she is so fired. Yeah. And they just all look like So out of uh, ten, out of ten, guys, this film, this wait, fucking one. There's still movie. a bit more. <laughs> yeah. They get the rings back. Joey and Lucy Lee were back together. The barman is going to propose to Diaz, but he's not actually going to propose. He, he actually got a, got a puppy, and yeah. they have a puppy. And then there's a sexy car wash in the credits, and then there's just a montage of them laughing, yeah, the, which the was really nice. Is. Um, yeah, so out of ten. Out of ten. I'm going to give this... 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. 100%. 10 out of 10. So good. It's so good. So good. 
<laughs> I was going to give this 8 out of 10 Bosleys. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I mean 9 out of 10. 9.5, 9.9 out of 10. 10, out of 10. <laughs> no, this is a 10 it's out of 10 fine. for the movie. For me, you're, right. al- you're allowed to give it a 10 out of 10. Uh, this feel, because there's so much wrong with it, but it's so self-aware that it's bad and it's fine. Yeah, I, I, I really, I had a great time watching this. I'd give this... Um, so fun. I guess 8 angels out of 10. Uh, 10... I'm doing 10 bad Irish accents. I'm doing 10 introductions <laughs> of Pian. <laughs> yeah. ten, 10 different accents which are supposed to be Irish. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. It, it was it was really it was really fun and I did I found myself genuinely laughing through lots of it even though I was just watching it on my laptop while I was supposed to be doing some work. Yeah. You um, can't you can't hate this film. You can't no. like no. I can't get mad at it for being dumb. Yeah, like because the opening presents you this it's is like, this be film is going to be really stupid. Buckle at no in. Point, at no point is this film ever like pretends to be too serious. No, yeah. even uh, like th- the... this would not work if it was serious at it's all. It's got nah. the best cameos. It's wild. And again, wish they made films like this. Again, I wish they made just like I want a sequel to this. If they made a sequel to this now with those three girls in it, I and and like lean into the fact that they're older. And have to come back. I, which is not my microphone. That probably sounded really bad. <laughs> I, I would probably, I would probably love for them to do another sequel. Not like the one in two thousand nineteen. I'd like the one, a proper sequel where they got the three actresses to play like the older angels, um, like get a new group of a new trio of angels. But at some point they meet the old angels, and there's a bit of a like moment where they realise that they're kind of identical to each other. Yeah, and like the old angels have to help out with what's going yeah, on yeah. or something. Like <laughs> maybe, maybe there's new angels that get cap. There's new angels and they get captured. No, no, just and like so they have to get the old angels to get them. Well, no, because I don't think you can get the old angels to do all of like the martial arts stuff. I reckon they'd be up for and, it. No, I, I, isn't there I a TV really show know. coming um, out, or has it been stopped? What? I, Charlie's I Angels. Know. I don't know. But I think like, there was there was the movie in 2019. It was the, bad because it took yeah, itself seriously. It. There was definitely a TV yeah. show. Yeah, in the oh 70s. yeah, there was a thing. I don't think it did well. I think it. I think oh. it may have got cancelled. Yeah, I remember. Well, I remember my mum watching it because we. It didn't do well. It didn't do well. Yeah, but yeah, no. I think they could redo this and have the same vibe of like it's just batshit. It's yeah, just batshit. Just crazy over the top action parody. Like oh, there's, there's oh, more wow. Mission Impossible films that they can parody now. It's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> get this... Tom Cruise in it. Why not? Charlie's Angels. It was they. It was cancelled after the fourth episode. Mm. Oof. Yeah, that happens rarely, but that happens. Bad. It was bad. Yeah, that must have been bad. Because uh, yeah, like you say, they they try and go serious with it, and it doesn't work. You shouldn't. You should just go back. But yeah, I think they could do cameos of the. The the original the this trio. Oh yeah, yeah for with sure. The new trio. <laughs> they might have to fork out a bit of cash, but um, it'd be funny. It'd be worth it. It'd be really funny, especially mainly yeah. if like they didn't have to do too much, just to have yeah, them exactly. in it as like advisors. Um, it'd be funny, and they could definitely do that again. They just don't because they're cowards. <laughs> and they make yeah. serious action movies that everyone will watch. But this but they film, won't watch them, and they do bad. This film's great, and it's really fun. And like, if you just want to mind break and just to turn it off and just enjoy something watch this film watch this yeah. in the first one it's what they're wild. if you haven't seen them before just fucking watch them there's no they're reason great. not to they are real good like considering i'd never seen these before i'd imagine that they hold up like to any sort of nostalgia top from tier. just wacky action movies yeah top tier it's like, nice action. clean fun yeah with like a few problems here or there in the first one that kind of got fixed in the second. Yeah. Yeah. I guess with that, I have been Dan. I have been Michael. And I've been Helena. And you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hilton Pod. That's at H-I-L-T-M Pod. Uh, we're on Discord as well, so you can hop on there and talk about the movies. And we are on Patreon. What are we going to do for the Patreon this week? Well, you know, in the first episode of this, we started a Charlie's Angels-esque company where we were the angel yes yes well we're gonna do that again we still haven't found our we haven't found our charlie or our bosley so at the moment it does it's just (laughs) us uh desperately asking any kind of government official to give us any kind of interesting mission uh mainly hopefully based around uh someone with some information that they end up turning out to be the bad guy (laughs) about halfway through so far Um, we've been offered jobs as bin men and uh Checking parking meters. 
Yes, which we did, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't go two pound. massively successful. <laughs> That's the I thought that I did think that yeah. person was kidnapped once, and he wasn't. Um, no, but he was uh... just wearing two identical rings, and I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're just going to put more money into that. We're going to try and continue to look for our Charlie and buy one of those. We're essentially, we're going to use the money to buy one side of that speaker system that they use, the <laughs> conferencing phone. Yeah, we're... Sorry, we're buy I thought, one side. for a second I thought you were saying we're going to buy one side of that sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> we're just all going to be nude. We're going to buy... Covered a... in porcelain <laughs> and plaster. We're going to buy, buy one side of that. We're going uh, to become art. Charlie's speaker um, and just hope it rings. That's what we're going to use the money for. <laughs> Because currently we have no way to contact Charlie or for the Charlie to contact us. So if your name's Charlie... And you have a mission for us. Mm-mm. You don't even have to have that yet. <laughs> we just yeah. need you. Just just let us know, I guess. <laughs> Any chance if there's anyone... But we won't possibly. use guns. <laughs> we don't use guns. We live no. in the UK. Well, I'd also like to thank one of our Patreons. Um, our Patreon to thank this week is Reese. He's um, yeah. yeah, supported us from the beginning. He's the guy that actually does the artwork for the comic that this episode is sponsored by. And he hasn't left a movie that he's nostalgic for, but I know that he's a big fan of The Phantom Menace, so <laughs> we can go with that one. Yeah. I imagine that holds up. Why wouldn't it? Bye. This episode is currently sponsored by Grey Issue 4, which is a comic book series that I've written and is currently funding on Kickstarter. It's the story of an ex-undercover cop back from the dead to take down the mob he was infiltrating. Oh, and he's made of concrete. You can read the previous issues digitally before backing too, so you know what you're getting into. You can back and get digital or physical copies, posters, sketch cards of yourself, original artwork, and you could even be drawn into the comic. It's funding until the 2nd of October, so check it out with the link in the description.